podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Join us for the very first IFL Live at London's Indigo at the O2, Sunday, August the 13th, with me, Coogan Cassius, and some very special guests, Eddie Hearn, Darren Barker, Johnny Fisher, and more. Tickets now on sale. So in the words of Eddie Hearn... You get up, you dress up, and you fucking show up. Andrew McCart, IFL TV, proudly sponsored by Everlast. And it's a, a rare privilege for me to interview Spencer Fearon. I mean, I hardly ever get to interview you, so I'm, I'm delighted and over the moon, Spencer. Um, we did have a good chat before we, we pushed record here. Um, so, yeah, how's things? How's life, mate? I'm all right, you know. I'm all right, pushing forward. Um, I just got a bit of sciatica, so I'm, trying, I'm, I'm like, I have to lay kind of funny to try and stretch the muscle. So, But apart from that, I'm all right, I'm even better for speaking to you. We ain't spoken a hot minute, man. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah. yeah last... I think the last time was probably one of them small hole shows up in Bolton, man. It was, or whatever it may be. It was, and, and you're talking maybe two, three years ago. Yep. Yep. It was about, yeah, about two years ago. The days I was covering covering the shows on ESPN plus yeah. uh, the good MTK Global show. So, yeah, it is what it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is what it is. Happiness is not a destination, it's a way of life, man. That that's the truth right there. Come on, come on, unite, goes Andrew, man. <laughs> right, Spence. Obviously, the reason why I want to get you on this call, man, is there's a I don't know if you've heard, like, but there's a massive fight happening on Saturday night on Las Vegas, but Errol Spence Jr. Right, bro, heard? Well, let me tell you, there's a fighter called Errol Spence Jr. and there's another one called Terence Crawford. Okay, okay. They're both undefeated. They're both champions. They're both in the pound for pound list. They're both in the the top two in their division. It's a fight we've been wanting to see for the best part of what, maybe four, five years, maybe. And it's happening Saturday night, Spencer. Um, before we talk about, we get into the details, the final details of the fight, mate. How excited are you for Saturday night to witness this fight? I, I, I'm really excited for this fight, you know? And I mean really excited for the fight um, simply because it will start to push for other guys to want to fight each other. Uh, we've seen it a really, really good year um, this year. Simple fact, well, we, we we saw um, Tank Davis and Ryan Garcia. We saw that fight when Lozos was talking like, wow, we ain't going to go see this. We ain't going to see that fight happen. Mm-hmm. We've seen that this fight's taking place right now. So we're seeing the fights that we, we, are, we are dreaming of happening happen. Mm-hmm. The only one that we're really trying to wait to say what's going on is Tyson Fury versus Usyk. That's another story for another day. But it's good to see guys who are still in their peak, they're still in their peak, mm. um, willing to get it on. And I'm I'm grateful to 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 know that that fight's taking place. You know, definitely. Like I say, it's like, you mentioned the Tank Garcia fight, but it seems like this year's been a good year for boxing for us. I mean, we we can talk about Liam Smith, Chris Eubanks starting off the year, which was a great fight. Yard Better Beer was a was a great fight as well in itself. We find Brian Garcia, Tank Davis, Spence Crawford coming up. Um, it seems like these lighter weights are showing the heavyweights how to get it done. Well, they are simply because they that it it I think right now they're concerned about generating money, but also generating legacy. Mm-hmm. And seeing that now, so certain people are secure within themselves, and they feel like maybe they won't need that. But when in in years gone by, certain things will haunt them if these things do not happen, you know, because, and that's not even me picking at Tyson Fury because I'm actually a Tyson Fury fan, but 
I would say for Tyson Fury, similarly to when like when when Lennox Lewis and Riddick Bowl didn't happen, right? And it was proposed from like from '92. It was proposed that they, that that fight could happen '93, '94, '95, and it didn't happen. Those two mm. were, the, were the two heavyweights in the world, and they didn't clash each other. But the mere fact that Lennox Lewis stopped Riddick Bowl in the '88 Olympics in Seoul. The, the the general consensus was like Lennox Lewis would have beaten Riddick Bowl as time goes by. But at the time when that fight was muted, especially the the Riddick Bowl that beat Amanda Holyfield in their first fight um, in December of 92, people were not giving Lennox Lewis that chance to 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 beat Riddick Bowl because Riddick Bowl actually had more to his game than what Lennox Lewis had. Mm. But time time will tell because as time's gone on now we're saying that nah, Lennox would have done him because Lennox Lewis is like mm. top to be greatest heavyweights of all time right arguably number one so I would say when it comes with Tyson Fury I think he should not want to deny his legacy because your legacy can't be built off of the three wins over Deontay Wilder or the win over Klitschko right because that's just two men legacy is built over a duration of time of beating good caliber men like what Lennox Lewis did he st he stayed in the realms and beat good caliber men even when he lost he came back and he beat the guys that beat him in Oliver McCall in Hassan Rackman so I think Tyson Fury should 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 be thinking about about that legacy right have this fight with Linganu no problem earn your paper from that fight no problem but please just give us the fight with Usyk simple as that yeah, yeah, I think that's the one we, we all want to see. For me personally, I want to see Tyson Fury. There's only two fights I want to see him in, and that's Joshua and Usyk, and I'll be happy with that. that they're the two sort of fights that, I, as a boxing fan, I, I want to see Tyson Fury in with. But um, just keeping it on this fight, this this Saturday night in Las Vegas, man, Sprint's Crawford, I've been reading a lot of uh, what fighters are saying, and I read one this morning with Dimitri Bevel. He put on a tweet saying that Terence Crawford is the slight favourite in this one. And I, 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 I get the general consensus that a lot of people, fighters, uh, analysts, they're sort of leaning towards Crawford as well. How are you leaning in this fight? You know what? When the fight was first muted, Andrew, I was heavily Terence Crawford. And I mean heavily Terence Crawford. Mm. Um, simply because I believe that Terence Crawford does more than what Errol Spence does. But there is something about Errol Spence which is very similar to Marvin Hagler. Mm. He methodically breaks you down, right? He hits hard, but he's not like a concussive boom, one-punch knockout eyes. Marvin Hagler was a concussive one-punch knockout eyes, but if he clipped you, right, he'd knock you out. But Marvin Hagler had very underrated boxing skills. And what I'm noticing this is like, Errol Spence has very underrated boxing skills. Errol Spence is a very, very good tactician, especially like what he'll do, he'll he'll pop his right-hand jab and he'll, he'll, he'll pop his right-hand jab just to close the distance. So when he's up close and then he throw a hard one-two, like a right right hook, left hook down to the gut. And then he goes back on his jab and then he waits so he can, can so then he can detonate that left uppercut from unless he's backhand power shot because he's a southpaw. So Errol El Spence is a, a very he's fantastic. Errol Spence is fantastic, right? Um and a fight that he doesn't get credit for is his win over Mikey Garcia. Mm-hmm. Um, because I don't care that Mikey Garcia was a smaller man. 
Mikey Garska is fantastic, mate. A multiple weight world champion. And even in a fight, like the size difference was very telling, but it was just how we bossed him. Mm. And I'm not like, got a very, very good IQ. But here lies the difference with Bud Crawford. And like people, I see why people are leaning to Bud Crawford. Bud Crawford, he's predominantly a southpaw, but he's a switch here, mm-hmm. right? So what I'm saying, like, Errol Spence is Marvin Hagler-esque. Bud Crawford has similarities on Marvin Hagler simply because he switches, but he does it effortlessly. Mm-hmm. It's not like he's that you can, like he's forcing it when he goes into an orthodox position. He's very comfortable either or either way. But Errol Spence is a guy, when he fights you, he downloads data. Because they all do. When they're sitting down, they are. They are. They down. They, he downloads there. He, he assesses what's happening. And he says, right, I'm going to make the adjustments. And I'm going to keep on plowing forward. But he plows forward by he's making little adjustments. Sometimes he makes little adjustments where he'll step over a little bit and lean over to lean over to over to his right. So he can detonate that right hook. Then he come with a straight left hand down the middle. Um, but it seems like all the shots with Errol Spence, they're not hard shots, but they are hard shots you can see it especially like i like how he turns his body when he throws his hooks downstairs they're they're hurtful they're hurtful shots but then also when you look on also when you look on um bud crawford bud crawford is a guy like there you tell him that he's behind on on points there you hit over a hard shot and he's like i'm not gonna wait a couple rounds to get you i'm gonna get you straight away He's that guy. He's like, okay, what? You really think it's going to go like this? And then he switches it up immediately. We saw it in the Gamboa fight. We saw it when he was warned that he was he was um, behind on points when he was fighting Sean Porter, who Sean Porter doesn't get the credit that he, sh- he deserves because Sean Porter is a brilliant bloody fighter, man. Right? A br- brilliant fighter. Sean Porter is throwback. Sean Porter slots clean in the what weight divisions of the 50s. Mm. Clean, he's in there. Sean Paul is excellent. Excellent fighter. Can so, I ask you then, can I ask you then, Spencer? Sorry. When, you, you, can, when you look at that... I was going to I was going to ask you there, can we read too much? And obviously they share a common opponent than Sean Porter. And obviously we've seen how... Ankel Brook. And Kelbrook as well. Kelbrook's yep. a common opponent as well. Exactly. And we, we've seen how Terence Crawford dealt with them. And we've seen how... Errol Spence, can we read too much in it? Can we use that as a as a yardstick going into this fight? No, because um, Sean Porter retired after that fight, right? Um, so I don't, and I think also I think Sean Porter was more fresher when he fought Errol Spence. You know, mm. he was a world champion guy. Fight, you know, slightly slightly different, um, and. He had Errol going, and you, he had Errol. He had he had he, he hurt Errol a couple times in that fight, um, but that's Sean Porter's methodical way of coming forward. He plows forward. He plows forward. So we could kind of see, we could kind of see, kind of see it different. But Sean Porter fought a totally different fight when he fought when he fought um, Bud Crawford because he was trying to muscle him out of the fight, and he started heavy. He threw. He started very very fast, right? So I don't think we can read too much into it because L Spence beat the fresher Sean Porter but Bud Crawford beat the more experienced Sean Porter so it's how you want to take it mm. 
And that's interesting as well. I'm glad you mentioned this. The, the sort of keys to victory as well. well it's that old saying in boxing, that a good big guy always beats a good little guy. Now, we know Earl Spence is going to come into the ring a lot heavier than Bud Crawford. I mean, I, I read somebody comes in at almost close to 170, 172, um, Earl Spence, when he comes into the ring. So that's near on like heavyweight. Um, so the, is this a case for Spence Crawford going into this fight? Is it a case to use his size and try and like you say, the thudding shots, break him down a little bit, we'll lean on him and try and be that bigger man in there and wear Terence Crawford down? Um, um, yeah, you know what? <clears throat> I've seen Terence Crawford hurt. I saw Terence Crawford hurt in a Cavaleskis fight and then he's like, right, oh, you wanna, you think you can hurt me, yeah? Watch. And this is what I'm trying to say about that. Terence Crawford has real spite in him and his spite isn't, you know like when people say like, our revenge is a dish best served cold. Not with this brother. <laughs> this guy, you, uh, I'm getting you back right now to let you know that I'm the boss here. And this is why he's a very, very, um, he's, he's very exciting in that. Um, but I don't know whether it's like when we're looking like a good big and will be a good little one because Lloyd Hannigan, former undisputed world weight champion, right? Always just saying he was the third man because how. It goes is this. Sorry to bore you with histrionics. No, no, no. 2005, 18 years ago, was Zab Judah when he beat Corey Spinks. And that was for the Undisputed World Championships at Welterweight. We haven't had an Undisputed World Champion since. This is going to be the first time that we are going to have an Undisputed Champion. The first time since then we're going to have an Undisputed Champion. It's going to be the first time that we're going to have in the four belt weight era mm. of having undisputed champion so this is fascinating but the, the fascinating thing about the um Corey Spinks versus Abdullah fight is that there were two southpaws fighting and come Saturday night we've got two southpaws fighting again um we'd like to see this fight end in a knockout right right mm -hmm. yeah and, and I think it could end in a knockout and I've always said from the beginning, when this fight was first moved, I'm talking like five, six years ago, five years ago, five years ago, six years, five years ago. Mm -hmm. That was first really being talked about. Um, I always felt that Bud Crawford could do more than what Errol Spence could do. Right? Mm -hmm. I always thought, I always kind of favoured Bud Crawford to come out victorious in this fight because he can do more. But there's something about Errol Spence that is sublime toughness and doesn't get the ratings for the boxing skills that he has or the IQ. He doesn't. And I see the longer this fight goes on, the harder it will be for, for, for Bud Crawford. Why? But then... And the reason why is because size of Errol Spence. Like people say, it's not when you're, it's not whether if you're, if you, it's not whether you're, you're, you're big enough, it's whether you're good enough. Mm. I think the size of Errol Spence, like you mentioned, like you're going to enter into that ring near a, a light heavyweight, right? Mm. Um, I think if he could be able to, not exactly bully, bully Terence, but to stamp his authority early. Like hit with hard shots early, 
let him know like right you're in with a real welterweight here mm. who's in his prime who wants to give it to you it's a really hard fight to call man and yeah. and that's what makes his no it is it's a really hard fight to call um but like i said originally when this first this fight was first muted i, I was heavily favoring bud crawford now that the fight is here literally here I want to say Errol Spence. <laughs> it's a hard, you know what? It's, it's, I'll tell you why it's, it's so hard. Because I'm not too sure whether Bud could take it from Errol, you know? I'm not too sure. Well, you, right? mentioned, you mentioned the knockout there, Spence, and obviously I think Errol Spence has had 28 fights and tw- only six of them have gone the distance. And, and Bud Crawford, I think he's on a 10-fight knockout. I think he's knocked everyone out at welterweight so far he's fought with. Every single person at 147, he's fought, he's knocked out. So Who's he fought at one foot? This is no disrespect. No, no, who no. Is... no. Friend, who's he fought? Look on, let's be real. Who's he fought? Kel Brook, Sean Porter, uh, Avenician, most recently. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Gosh, Amir Khan, was it? <laughs> was he up at 147? Don't disrespect any of right? Sean Port was at the end of his career. Reason why? Because Sean Port retired after that fight. Mm. So I'm like saying it's the one who down the thing is this the one who downloads information the best in this fight, mm. right? Is is actually they're both good at downloading information, but Errol Spence downloads information very well because he will stick to his game plan and he will continue methodically moving on. Mm. Terrence Crawford is very good at downloading information, right? He downloads the information and he can administer it there and then. Mm. Like, it's like you're on... Terrence Crawford is on 5G, Errol Spence is on 4G. So he downloads it way faster. His Wi-Fi system is a bit quicker and he administers his shots. He, he wait. And, and the thing with, with Terrence is like, he likes throwing hooks, right? And when you're dealing with a southpaw, Loads of people are talking like, oh, it's a straight right hand if you're orthodox fire. It's a straight right hand. But no, if you're if you're if you're a fellow southpaw, right? It's it's also a left hook coming from a southpaw position mm. that is dangerous. And I've seen Bud Crawford hurt guys with that. Mm-hmm. You know? And I mean really hurt guys. So when it comes to something like this, the one who does more is Bud Crawford, so maybe I'm going to go with Bud on this one, but if you phone me tomorrow, I'm going to change my mind and say it will spend. It's one of... It's hard. It's hard, man. It's hard. It's a hard one to call. The thing is with, with Spence as well, he's been out of the ring over... It'll be over a year since he's fought Bud. It'll be, what, 14, 15 months? 16 months? Um, yeah, a long while. Yeah, it's been out a long while, so obviously the fresher fighters, Bud. Um, again, it's, it's one of them ones. Do you believe in ring rust? Um, not when you're at this top level of athlete, then no, because Floyd Mayweather has shown us that this ring rust thing mm. doesn't really exist, right? If you are continually training and continually applying your trade, and with someone like Errol Spence, he continually is applying his trade. He's he's been very very dedicated for this fight. Um, it's like I said, it's a very very um, hard. That's why this fight is is so big, 
And you know what the nicest thing is? This is like we're seeing two gentlemen who are going into the fight who are not who are not selling this fight on being gregarious, mm. being obnoxious, yep. talking crap, all the rest of it. And it's a fight where we're realizing that boxing has really stepped itself up in 2023. And it's a privilege to know like these two men and we're gonna get to see it. And and it is going to be in 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 the kind of same line as a Hagler, sorry, a Hagler, a Leonard Hearns. Mm-hmm. What was that eighty one? It's, it's gonna be it's gonna be it's one of those ones. It's, it's that big. And I'm so grateful that a fight of this magnitude is happening because we're gonna to get to watch it and we're gonna to get to talk about it, you know. Mm-hmm. And that, listen, Spencer, I'll be phone, I'll be messaging you Sunday morning to get your your reaction to it. I want, I do. Oh, want to... no, no, bro, I'm on it definitely. I'm I'm here to to give my opinion. I'm so I'm so looking to, to looking forward to speak to you about it. And like I said, it's a it's a fantastic fight, and I'm I'm just um um you know what I I don't know who, exactly who's gonna win because what I realize is this: there's loads of guys who I know. I'm from, I'm from I'm of Jamaican descent. Errol Spence Jamaican descent. As soon as they, as soon as people heard that Errol Spence was Jamaican, ah, Errol Spence is gonna win, right? I'm talking like guys in my community. Nah, I Errol Spence. Not... I do that with Scottish fighters. <laughs> exactly. Do you get what I'm trying to say? And I'm not taking that. My bias is like I enjoy boxing skills, mm. and and they're both excellent bloody fighters. Both of my excellent fighters. Um, but the one for me who's a little bit more skilled, who demonstrates that that more skill. Then I would say it is Bud Crawford, but you know what? I'll be happy to be proven wrong. Either way, I don't miss it. It's going to be an excellent fight. It's going to be a fantastic fight. I'm so looking forward to it, man. Me too, Spence. I do want to. I've got, we've got five minutes left on this Zoom call, so I'm gonna. I'm, I want to get your quick thoughts on this now. I knew he fought at the, on Tuesday there and dismantled Stevie Fulton, right? And now the pound-for-pound pound list, whether you like the pound-for-pound pound list or not, it, it, it's a discussion. It's a subjective opinion on what it, that everyone has. Now, for me. I said personally, if Spence Crawford, no matter what the outcome is, whoever the winner is, Anui is still pound for pound number one. And the reason I said that is because the way Anui is is collecting these belts and he's the way he's dismantling unified champions, champions, he's making it look easy. He's, he's apart from Donnell, really, in the first fight. So, do you agree with that? Do you think that Anui is pound for pound number one, no matter the result of Spence Crawford, or do you think the winner of Spence Crawford is pound for pound number one? I think it's a really difficult one. Because it's very difficult to argue with the the and Anui, he's literally the monster. He's horrible, man. That guy, and and, and I like his style of, of of I like how he's a, he's another guy who 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 can take in information, and then administer and work on your thoughts and mm. and and into shots. He's a very good fighter, and he's got ridiculous punching power. So uh, I'm a massive fan of Anui. Right, a massive fan of Anui and a four-weight world champion, but there is no one on Anui's resume, yeah, that matches the caliber. Anui hasn't beaten nobody else that's been in the power for power rankings, right? Mm-hmm. And then also that we've got to look at the resume, what you do as a collective, the resume of, of what Errol Spence and Terence Crawford are bringing together. I would say whoever wins that fight on a weekend should be number one pound for pound because collectively you put all their resumes together and all the names, the top names that both men have beaten, you've conquered those guys. But I wouldn't argue if anyone said, well, for me, Anui's my pound for pound number one. 
right? Because Anuri's a he's bad. He's just and I hear this talk like he could be fighting Tank Davis. There's talk like they, that fight could happen, right? Ooh, right. Yeah, but I just think that fight's a little bit far away. But Anuri's tall for the weight, so I can see him going through, and I can see Anuri ending up like I can see him doing super feather. Mm. I really can. Mm. Right, so you never know. I think that fight could happen. That'd be a bad ass fight, mate. Definitely. That'd be a bad listen, ass. I know that. If, listen, if I knew he does end up fighting Tank Davis, I'll be giving you a call to get a chat and just talk about it. But Spence, listen, I do appreciate your time uh, speaking to me. Like, um, I do appreciate. It. Listen, if you don't mind, well, I'll give you a message Sunday and we can get a reaction to to the bro, fight. Bro, one million percent. I'm there. We're doing the fight along. Uh, myself and Baba Tundi Ajayi, we're doing the watch along for on our channel on the fighters' right. So tune in for that. You know I mean, uh, Baba Tundi Ajayi is the is the fastest talker when it comes to to downloading information and getting everybody hyped. So tune into that. We're doing that, and then yeah, it'll be a pleasure. Just after the fight, for me. Also, can I send my condolences to the founder of the Pentecostal Credit Union? Uh, Mr. Carmel Jones, who passed away last week, a, a beautiful human being. My condolences to all of their family, to all of um, the, the Bowles family. Um, you know, really, really, really good, good man. All of the Jones family, my condolences to you. And we, we have a thing called a nine night celebration. I think that's happening on Sunday, which I'll be present. But yeah, that's what I want to say that on there. And it's been a pleasure talking to you, Andrew, because you're one of the real ones, man. You've always been my mate for, for a hot minute now. So it's been a pleasure talking boxing. I know you love the game. All right, bro. Love it, brother. Listen, Spence, enjoy the rest of your day, brother. I'll speak to you Sunday. All right, mate. Thank you, brother. I appreciate it. Thanks, mate. Sports Social Podcast Network.